The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. WNRI race fans, are you ready? It's time for those most famous words in motorsports. Please welcome the host of Race Chatter, Wayne Bobber, to give the command. Drivers, start your engines. Good evening, America. Monday night, 6.05, another edition of the award-winning Race Chatter Automobile Racing Show right here on the station with personality. 99.9 FM, WNRI, WNRI.com. I listen a lot on simple radio on my phone anywhere around and WNRI.com, tune-in radio, streamer radio, so many avenues. And if you miss any part of the show, we got a fantastic IT department that sets it all up on a podcast at a later date at anchor.fm slash Wayne dash Bobber. With continuing champions night tonight, and we have a lineup including two modified champions and two different states. Don't touch that dial. You know, there's a lot of repair garages in Northern Rhode Island, tire dealers, oil change specialists, new car dealers. We have a high-performance specialist, too, that sponsors with our show, been with us since day one, and I'm proud to announce that DMB Performance is staying on for another season. The DMB Performance Automotive Repair at 91 South Main Street, Pasco, Rhode Island, 401-710-9800. If you're coming up from Route 295, take exit 7B onto Route 44, then at the lights in Chipachet, bear right onto Route 100. Complete repair and service of domestic, foreign cars, and light trucks. High-performance work is their specialty. Already since 2000 in the town of Marble. Engine diagnosis, suspension, Rhode Island State Inspection, they do a real bang-up job with air conditioning, CV work, all kinds of axle work, and fuel injection. All mechanics are ASE certified an auto advanced level specialist in engine performance. They specialize in Ford high performance and engine rebuilding. Not just a changer of parts. Engine rebuilding, they'll get their hands dirty. They've worked on the Tasca Ford race program from 1984 through 1997. Again, local jobs and local taxpayers. Stop by for an appointment or an estimate of any repair or preventative maintenance. Call for 401-710-9800 and that's Dawn and customer service, one of the best in the business at DMB Performance and Automotive Repair 91 South Main Street, beautiful Pasco, Rhode Island 401-710-9800 Machine shop services available and they're also on summer hours Monday through Thursday, 10 hour days for the mechanics Harvest Moon Health Foods, Route 21, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza in Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Healthy foods for a healthy lifestyle, gluten-free products, over 100 dried herbs, nuts, and seeds. Healthy snacks, 
help your body to reinforce its immune response, hemopathic and herbal allergy relief. We stock quality brand manufacturers, including Against the Grain, Rudy's, Nature's Plus, Batlane's Organic Oils, Food for Life, and so much more. Natural honey and organic coconut sugar, raw milk. Elderberry for flu remedies, consumer-friendly hours on Monday through Wednesday, 10 to 6 p.m., Thursday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. HarvestMoonHealthFoods.net, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza, Putnam, Connecticut, 860-928-2352. Proud sponsor of Brian Tag and the number 9 in the late model at Thompson Speedway. And congratulations, Brian, on a nice fourth-place finish at the World Series in the late model division. And we'll be coming back in 2024 with the icebreaker at Thompson Speedway. And the rumor is there's going to be a nice expanded season this year. And I'm not sure if it's going to be Wednesdays or Thursday nights, but the Whalen Modifieds will be back three times at Thompson Speedway this year with the new schedule we have. AuthorsHourBookstore.com New and slightly read books If you heard our author interview on our Authors Hour every Tuesday at 9 a.m., we will stock it. Call Wayne, WNRI at Yahoo.com for any locator service or a closeout book. Again, it's the new AuthorsHourBookstore.com Over 650 titles on file right now in the computer out of a library of over 6,000. Uh, mentioned tonight's show for another 10% off and also a few PSAs today. Folks, if you or someone you know is celebrating a birthday and you want Wayne to announce it on his program, just send him an email. His address is WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. Help make that special someone feel like celebrating with a birthday shout-out on WNRI. Thank you, Johnny Ray. Happy birthday today to author Bill Ludwig. He's over in Europe right now on a nice vacation. And Hutchu in New England and in Canada, Derek Luchaka from Massachusetts turns 22 today. Had a lot of hard luck this past weekend in the act tour. Lori McCutcheon and former opponent of mine in District 47, uh, Eddie Pacheco who ended up being the Democratic state chairman in the state and working with the Special Olympics now. A big happy birthday to Eddie. Celebrating Champions Night on the race chatter with a long line of champions. And we're going to work on the modifieds tonight in two different states. And on the line right now, we have, I believe, a very first time uh, the full-size modified SK modified champion from Thompson Speedway, and we're talking about Troy Talman driving a number three, not like Dale or not, or not like uh, quite a few others that like that number or old blue. But he's been with number three back from the SK Lights, and he's moved up now to about three different tracks that I know of. And congratulations, and it's kind of a family championship. We're going to get into a little bit more. How are you, Troy? Hey, Wayne. Doing good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Are you still partying? Is the party, Um, is the celebration still going on? I I don't know if I'd call it that. I don't know if it quite hit me just yet. But uh, I guess I'm just 
really thankful that I've had the opportunity uh, to race and to to get to this level, and then to have the to be at this point to be competitive enough um, to grab a win and be in the hunt for a championship. It's uh, just really an awesome feeling. Pretty grateful. You know what I felt when you did it. Your grandparents looking down. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, they they definitely uh, would have loved it. Um, you know, but racing it's uh, definitely a family uh, thing for me. Um, just growing up, you know, started with my grandparents. Uh, you know, my uncle, obviously, my cousin, uh, my mom. My mom owns the cars. She's uh, super into it. Um, you know, I definitely wouldn't be able to do this without them. But yeah, definitely. Um, my grandparents uh, started with them. They're my biggest fans. You know, they've since, uh, passed away uh, the past couple of years. But, uh, yeah, def- I definitely thought of them when I, when I won it. Boy, they really loved their racing. It, it, it was just a great way to grow up. Now, I got exposed to you the very first time over at Thompson Speedway. I believe it was in the SK Whites on the time. I think uh, Brian was just getting out of the Thompson Modified that was supposed to save racing, and now they're in the museums everywhere. Did you do any racing before the light series? Uh, yeah, I, I got my first start at, at Little T doing quarter digits. Um, I guess I kind of got a later start than most uh, kids these days. I started when I was 11. Um, I did that a couple years. We had really good success. I, I picked it up quickly, um, won a lot, and then I moved into the Legend Cars. Um, I did that, I think, from 2009 to 2011. I did that mostly in Waterford. And then I moved up to the light in uh, 2012. Did you ever run the Legends down at Seekonk? Um, I did once. It, I think it was, I don't know if they're still around. It was the Nelcar Tour. It was like the New England Legends Cars Touring Series. Um, did that once. I want to say 2011. I came in six. Um, but yeah, that was a fun experience. It was the biggest takeaway, and I still remember this even though it was like 12 years ago, it was, uh, it was a rough surface. And my visor, my the visor on my helmet kept flipping up every time off a of turn four. Wow. Uh, which was just, it, it was just an interesting experience. Uh, but I think I started in the back and ended up coming like sixth or fourth. I don't know. People it was don't... fun. Those, those Legends cars are really hard to drive. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people don't realize Seekonk Speedway is called the Cement Palace. And... Uh, I believe, I wrote it in my book, if I remember back, it's 74 feet wide. People don't realize how small the track is, but the width of it, if you could have your mechanics and your team set up a car to run high on that track, it would be endless how many victories you'd have. Really? I never knew that. That's good to know. Um I've only run there a couple times. It's definitely a, a cool place. You know, that, that's the only track in Massachusetts, right? Yep, yep. Um, it's down so to yeah, one. At one there. time, there was 16, and now it's down to one. Connecticut had 31 oh, wow. at one time. And uh, Rhode Island is the only state in the country right now that doesn't have a track. And uh, every time we tried it, we tried to put one down in Coventry on the side of Route 3 down there, perfect spot. The environmental people jumped all over us for noise pollution. 
So I, I came up with an idea and we started getting a lot of traction with uh, petitions and people signing up on that and running it through uh, like a Rhode Island vocational technical school, like an Ellis school for training for mechanics and a place for young people actually how to learn you know, to deal with speed in a controlled, safe place, you know, that need for speed. And uh, even even do it on a dirt track like Lebanon Valley and keep the cost down for all the participants. But it's just not going to happen in Rhode Island. The environmental groups are just just too tough in my mind. I don't think it, we try, another group tried to do it down at Quonset uh, Airways down there because the strips are still down there. And uh, that got defeated down there, too. Now, I noticed uh, you ran a few selected races this year at New London Waterford. Is that going to be on your schedule for 2024, running all three tracks? Um, I don't know about that. We're just trying to get through this year. Um, you know, Thompson's wrapped up. We have one more race at Stafford this Saturday with the update. And then the following week is the... Uh, the uh, uh, ending race at Waterford. Uh, so we're just trying to get these, through these next two races and then kind of go from there and decide what uh, 2020 folds uh, looks like. Now, I noticed you had one of the cars for sale on Facebook at like 17000 Is that to upgrade to a newer style chassis for next year? Um, well, it, it was just a decision we made. Um, we do have two cars. Uh, one is a Troyer and one is a, a Fury. Um, and uh, just preference, and um, I guess we've had the most success driving the Troyer car, and I think that's really what I'm more familiar with. Um, you know, my dad, he's, he does a lot of the work himself in the garage. He's more uh, familiar with the Troyer. It's just kind of a comfort thing. Uh, with that thing, the Fury uh, was good. We had success with it um, at Stafford this year and last year. Uh, good runs, but it's just uh, it was just a different animal. It was kind of uh, it was different to, to tame that that beast. Um, so yeah, we, we decided to uh, put the Fury up for sale, and uh, we're going to purchase another trailer car. Um, that's just kind of what we know, and that's the decision we want to do. I did notice at Thompson Speedway attending. The cheering section with Sharon and Linda and everybody is so huge. And I've always said it when I'm in Victory Lane taking the pitches. And you need the widest panoramic view camera lens ever to get a championship picture for anybody in the family. Uh, going back to uh, Tommy with his 1990 SK Modified Championship at Thompson, running, I believe, was 19 races last year, and uh, about a 32-34 car field. The numbers were way up back then. Competition was so fierce uh, coming to what it is today. And then also Brian's historic win. And on the last lap of the last race at Thompson Speedway in the late model with the black number nine with, ironically, the car to beat for the points for that was Keith Rocco in a late model instead of an SK. And there was another car involved in the middle that Brian had to pass on the last lap to pull it off. And then you come full circle a few years later, and it's uh, Troy Tomlin and Rocco uh, deciding it with Eddie Poeo in the middle. 
And uh, I thought uh, there would be a couple of others in the modifieds, but they just, it didn't work out that way. Uh, now, next year, Thompson Speedway, I believe from every indication I'm hearing, with the Whalen Modified coming back for three big events this year, along with Monadnock Speedway, yeah, I'm hoping for a nine or ten race schedule that will include that SK Sunoco Modified in them instead of the way they did it this year. What are you hearing? Yeah, I've you know just heard what everyone else has been hearing. Uh, nothing concrete other than uh, Christmas shot and Tom Mayberry, um, you know, on behalf of Act and the Pro All-Star Series, they're going to come back and do it again, you know, at least Thompson Speedway, which is great news. Um, you know, keep in, you mentioned, you know, all the short tracks that were around previously, you know, it's dwindling down. You know, they're, uh, Chris and Tom are really doing their best to keep Thompson Speedway around, which I think is a great thing because I, I think that track is just amazing. Uh, you know, there's nothing like a 5 8 mile high bank oval. Uh, but, yeah, no, I've heard pretty much the same thing you've heard. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that they uh, expand on their schedule. Like you said, eight races, maybe Sunday shows or, you know, anything. I think the midweek, the Wednesdays are kind of tough for most people. Uh, so I'm hoping, you know, they'll get, you know, more car counts. Um, and I'm hoping they have SKs um, every race. I know this year, was, you know, it was a really uh, slimmed down schedule. It was only four races for the SKs. So I'm hoping next year that they have... Um, you know, for all 8 to 10 or whatever they decide to do. Well, there's been a couple of comments made on this show and an awful lot on social media is they're really contemplating, for some strange reason, from changing it from a Wednesday night to a Thursday. And uh, how do you feel about that, going that one night different? Is it too close to your staff at schedule? Um. Well, they did that back in the day, right? They called it Thursday Night Thunder. You know, yeah. Thompson, I, they had success doing it. Um, I don't know if they, that's what they're going to do because you saw the tour schedule. They do have a Wednesday night show. Yeah. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, part of it is uh, uh, continuity, I guess. You know, through a summer night, you know, Friday, you always know there's going to be racing at Stafford Speedway. Right. That's so it. Thompson can just have some sort of consistency you know, for fans to be like, hey, what's going on on a Thursday night or if it's Sunday? Like, whatever it is, just have it uh, be consistent. So I think they'll draw more crowd and draw more cars, hopefully. Are you amazed at the explosion of the SK lights, the car counts, and the amount of brand new drivers and brand new sponsors coming into the spot? Uh yeah, I think it's a great thing, um, you know, really at all three tracks. I think that division's really um, um, have it, had an uptick in, uh, in entries and competition. I think at Stafford this year, I don't know if they've ever had a race with less than 30 cars entered, uh, which is awesome, I think, for the future of the sport and the future of Modified, too. Um, so I, I think that's just a great thing. The SK Lights is a, is a feeder series. Uh, for you know, kids and just and for everyone because I know there's you know some I guess stalwarts in that division that have been racing it forever that maybe can't afford to run an SK or an open car. Uh, you know, people will come to mind maybe like Bob Charland or uh, Chris Matthews who've been you know in that series for a long time. So yeah, I think it's, it's a great um, opportunity and a great series in general, cost effective, safety wise. 
the last four or five years, you've been very active in it. Are you happy with the improvements in safety for the drivers, or is there still more to come? I think um, safety-wise, I think, you know, we're as good as uh, it's going to get, to be honest. Um, You know, no complaints. For me, I think, uh, you know, I have no concerns whenever I strap in. I don't even think about that. Uh, but, you know, what Stafford's done, I think maybe you're referring to the, the safer barriers that they put up. Yeah. I think that's, that's incredible um, that they did. And I think that Stafford's a model track for every place in, in America, I think. Because the amount that Stafford, you know, they could put whatever they make, they could pocket that. But I think they really... Uh, invest back in the sport, the competitors, the fans, the whole environment. Like their social media is second to none. Um, and then you know, putting those safer barriers on was not a, a um, feat. So I think uh, they just invest heavily in, into it, and um, I think they're reaping the rewards for it. Right, it's every Friday night at Stafford, the, fan, uh, the stands are packed and the car counts are high. So, did you have a chance to attend? either of the two SRX races on the Wednesday night with the cars all prepared by Tony Stewart and Ray Everham? Did you go up to those races? Yeah, I did. The first one, uh, the SKs actually had a a show there. Uh, We ran before the big race uh, the first Thursday night. Uh, Really cool to see uh, how many people that that they could pack into Stafford. You do think a regular Friday night, the stands are packed, but then the SRF is just a whole another level. It's standing room only environment. Um, it's just it was just amazing. Um, I hope that they SRF. I hope they um, add Stafford on their schedule for years to come. How much? How or how important was that in your mind for Doug Kobe winning that very first race? King of the Hill from the NASCAR Modified and a living legend at Tom and Thompson and Stafford to come away with that hard-earned win. And, I mean, that was not handed to him on a silver platter. He earned it against the best drivers in the country. Yeah, he did. Um, I think that was, that was great. That was almost, um, you know, a win for, I guess, all of us modified guys in the Northeast, um, I think there's a lot of talent here uh, that maybe doesn't go as noticed um, to other parts of the country. Like down south, you have the full Frederick, um, you know, competition. I think um, people may under undervalue or uh, underrate, I guess, that's modified guys. But I think that there's some real talent um, up here. So seeing Doug Kobe go head-to-head uh, with the best of the best and come away with a win uh, was, was great. It was just awesome to see. Now, by getting this first championship down and being around another year with your experience, and I think you've got a reputation of bringing the car home in one piece, do you think that's going to open up a door for not a full-time uh, whaling a modified uh, ride, but maybe one or two races this year? Uh, maybe, right? You never know what's going to happen. Um, but all I can say is I'm, I'm really... Uh, fortunate, and I'm really happy in the spot I am right now uh, to have this opportunity uh, to, to race SKs uh, on a weekly basis. Um, I have a lot. Of, I'm surrounded by a lot of great people um, that I'm just really thankful for, and I'm just having a blast doing it. I just um, just hope I can do this 
um, for as long as I can. Um, you know, I, I have such great sponsors behind me, uh, great uh, set of people, great crew guys. Um, you know, I could I could list them off, but it would be way too too long of a list. Um, but I'm just happy doing what I'm doing. Do you still have room on your fenders for another sponsor? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty filled up now. Uh, but, you know, if anyone would like to hop on board, uh, especially down at Waterford, um, you know, if anyone would like to kind of uh, help sponsor it, it would definitely uh, take some burden off of us cost-wise. Well, I think um, your sponsors so would yeah, appreciate a little more. plug right now if it could publicly thank them on this podcast that we're doing right now live radio on the race chatter i think they would really appreciate it for making all of this possible i know harvest moon health food oh, yeah, and the toy company and a few others have been with you right from the start do you have any others uh pizza parlors or anything uh well i have a, quite a few uh that you know hopped on recently uh starts with casella weight systems uh, and Covanta, they came on board uh, this past year. They've been a huge help. Um, they're my main sponsor. Metro Door of uh, Boston Hartford, uh, Air Auto Parts, Eminem Auto Body, P and D Pizza, Eric's Cutting Edge, and, and of course Harvest Moon Health Foods. Um, and then also, I give a huge shout out to Shane Hopkins at Northeast Race Cars and uh, Mike Pettit at Pettit Racing Engines, uh, brother support they give to the team are you going to have to put in a fresh motor this year or you're in good shape to start the year uh yeah mike pettit takes good care of us uh you know with our engine program uh so yeah we'll be good to go always have uh, the best horsepower out there well say hello to everybody congratulations from the race chatter nation and we'll see you on the racetrack All right, thanks, Wayne. Thanks for having me on. Okay, Troy, take care now. That concludes the first part of the show with Troy Talman, very first championship at Thompson Speedway, and a regular on Friday night at Stafford Speedway, and an occasional star at New London Waterford. That's really getting some nice reviews right now uh, with the uh, management problems all settling down over there. And I think I got a little song that I'd like to play in here. And I played it one night, and I got five requests on email to play it again. So here it is. One of my favorite songs, and it's not about a Holly. It's not about a Kawasaki. It's about a 1952 Vincent. to 
them a dangerous mind For I fought with the law since I was 17 I robbed many a man to get my Vincent machine Now I'm 21 years, I might make 22 And I don't mind dying but for the love of you And if it should break my stride Then I'll give you my Vincent Everybody's looking for some way to get a little bit more income. This inflation is destroying everybody, whether it's fuel, food, or whatever. If you've been accumulating any scrap metal, prices have never been higher. And we've got the place to turn that into cash for you. Ross Recycling, right here on 64 Tucker Hill Road in Putnam, Connecticut. Right on the left-hand side on 44. Open six days a week at 8 in the morning. Get your vehicle or your trailer on the scale. They have laborers for us elderly people to unload our vehicles after. Highest 
possible prices. With locations in our radio listening area of the Race Chatter and our other fine programming in Clinton, Hartford, North Stonington, Preston, and again, right here in Putnam, Connecticut. Scrap metal recycling, uh, aluminum, brass, do not throw those batteries or electric motors in the landfill. There's valuable materials inside for recycling, and you can turn that into cash. Highest possible prices. Give Zach a call over there at 860-928-7165 and turn that spare scrap metal right into cash. We'd like to also welcome a brand new sponsor again tonight. You know, there's fewer and fewer places around here in the Blackstone Valley area to get good quality, fresh seafood right from the docks. And we have a new sponsor, Mainly Seafood, at 3 Bates Avenue in Putnam, Connecticut. Right after Wally World, Walmart, continue on 44, a quarter of a mile on the right, and you'll see Mainly Seafood. Open Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, that's 9 to 6, Friday 9 to 7, Saturday 9 to 5. Call ahead, you know, for your bushels of cohogs, clams, 10 pounds of salmon, uh, mussels, you name it, fresh from the docks. They also have lobster tanks. You can cherry pick your own particular lobster. And did I tell you, free lobster steaming? Right there, no squeamish around the grandkids. Have it steamed right there before you bring it home. Mainly seafood. Call ahead for the orders or a takeout order. They do have limited inside sitting. 860-928-7909. Especially around the holidays. They really pack the orders really, really tight. They will be there For the Holiday Razzle Dazzle Parade, which is on a Saturday. So you can get all your fresh seafood, even that late in the year. And mainly seafood. Welcome aboard. And as we mentioned earlier with tonight's guest, there's no more respected name in automobile racing in New England than Northeast Race Cars and Speed. Owned and operated by Shane Hopkins, along with the He Shed. They'll build you a car or a race truck that wins. They got a race truck that's going to be the national Massachusetts NASCAR champion this year. Uh, R.J. Marker with his first win up at Stafford. And Corey Finney was a spotter that night for him. Thank you, Shane. Race car pot supplier and custom fabrication, chassis setup. They've got the quality people to do it. Simpson, MSD, Wilwood, Moroso. So much more. And then Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair out in the front with Herbie with the best brake job in Northern Rhode Island. Uh, 401-710-9992. That's the Cox number for uh, Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair. Or you can call Scott or Shane and get those speed equipment parts shipped by 11 o'clock, Monday through Friday, 1-800-766-4748. You'll see their 53-footers at the tracks, including Manadnack Speedway or whatever short track racing is going on. And Shane knows the whole business all the way down to the Bandela Rose with the grandkids down in Seekonk. All the divisions. Northeast Race Cars and Speed 
And I did notice on Facebook, he's got some nice specials going on right now. I'll get you caught up, too, after the weekend, the NASCAR Wheel and Modified down to Martinsville. Ron Silk, the 2011 champion looking for number two, has a slight edge of 721 over Justin Bonsignori from Long Island with 708. Five wins apiece. Those have been the two dominating cars. He's a champion from the 18, the 20, and the 21 series. And again, Thompson will have them in 2024 three times, Monadnack three times, and Seekonk once. Our transportation limousine services supplied by CJ Trez of Fairbanks. Hairstyles tonight by, let me remove my St. Louis cap just a little bit so you can see my receding hairline prepared by Wista Hair Company, who also has a chair available right now. And Little General Stores, by God, there's one in your neighborhood. They're all open eight days a week. Uh, specials that expire on 1029. Whole chickens, uh, ham off the bone, five ninety nine, and ham steaks, individual for senior citizens, two ninety nine, at all Little General stores. We had a here we go right here. Good all evening, right, radio. and thank you very much for calling the race chatter. Hello, hello. Hi, is this Nate Wenzel? Yep, how's it going? Fantastic. Um, is this a twin brother or just brothers? Uh, just brother. We're uh, a couple years apart. Two Wenzels, two different divisions, both weekly point champions at Manadnack Speedway. How rare is that? I mean, it, it's pretty rare. Um, Tim, honestly, he's done a great job this year, even better than last year. Um, I think he got five or six wins. I mean, half, half the schedule. That's really impressive for him. Um, I and for in the late models, and for me, five wins in a modified is honestly, I, I, it still hasn't really even sunk in over the whole year. It doesn't even feel like five wins. Uh, the year has just gone by so quickly. Um, and winning the. The Monadnock Speedway Track Championship, the Claremont Speedway Track Championship, and then the Battle for the Cup Championship, and then also we got the uh, State Championship for New Hampshire as well. So it's been a, a pretty good year, and I mean, it, it's all a, a group effort. I wouldn't be here without my whole team. Now, does that qualify, qualify you for the uh, visit down to uh, South for the award banquets? Yes, yes, it does. Oh, that's going to be a highlight. First time for you? Yeah, so it'll be my first time down south in Nashville. Oh, boy, that's got to be something. And I see the similarity right now. Uh, Troy Talman drives a number three, and you do yourself. Yeah, uh, Troy does an, an awesome job down in Connecticut. I believe uh, he's done an awesome job both at Stafford and Thompson. Yeah, and uh, half a dozen races, too, of uh, Waterford, New London. How far south have you driven, or any? Uh, well, raced or, uh... uh racing. Drove. Have you raced at Thompson or Stafford um, yet? No, I, we haven't been down to Stafford or, or uh, Thompson yet. The farthest south, I believe, I've gone down is uh, Waterford last weekend, and now um, in Seekonk as well. We did both tri-track races down there. Tri-track races. What was the experience at Seekonk? 
Um, Seekonk is definitely a very tricky track. It's a, a racetrack that I've actually just never experienced. And it's like you're turning the entire time, and it's just, but at the same time, you're up on the wheel the whole time, and everyone's just trying to, to go as fast as they can. And everyone is so close on times. And the Tri Trek series, they're very professional, very welcoming. Um, I would definitely recommend anyone to running that series. Now, do you come from a long line of a racing family, or are you and your brother the first two? A uh, very long line of racing. Um, my grandfather raced and owned a bunch of uh, dirt modified stuff like that, and or I should say, dirt coupes. Uh, they he raced. Um, he had them racing around like a Nazareth Speedway, which is I don't think is around anymore. Yeah. Places like that, and then my dad raced. Um, he raced on the wheel modified tour which is honestly really cool now that I've actually gotten a chance to do, to do that at Monadnock this year. And uh, now, of course, it's me and my brother. Well, I'll tell you, you're going to be calling Monadnock home with a whole new management team, a brand new paved track, uh, all systems are go, uh, the shows are being put in place right now, and you've got a very experienced uh, management team coming in. I mean, they have paid their dues, and I'm sure they're making a lot of contacts down south now, too, going down there with their uh, Josh's brother being the truck champion from Seacock. That's going to open up a lot of doors, but he had the doors already open, I believe, with the amount of work he done with the Whaler Modified the last couple of years. Uh, I noticed... There was a, a lot of feedback on Facebook and social media on the new paving job at Monadnack Speedway with the high curbing in the center. And right off the bat, there was a few comments. Boy, we better watch the oil pans here. That's pretty high. Have you noticed that? Um, well, when they first paved it in 1971, I believe it was, they had speed bumps like they had this year and... There wasn't really any complaining about it, and of course, over time they went away, and then the race, the racing group just got moved down there, and then, which I didn't really like, but then they put, they redid the speed bumps, which then put the racing back on the racetrack, which I loved. I, I just, I really love that racetrack. It kind of fits my style, um, and then of course now they've paved it, and I don't think the curb is actually going to be that bad. Um, it doesn't really look that high now that they put the second layer on it. I've actually gotten a chance to check it out a little bit a few weeks ago. But, um, yeah, it's definitely it's a little different now, and I think it's really just going to hit the reset button for everyone, and everyone's going to have to try and figure it out all at the same time. Now, our listening audience has got to be educated. They're saying, oh, it's so far away. Why are people uh, promoting Monadnack Speedway on the side of Keene? I, I drive up from the Northeast Quiet Corner and before that in Boroughville in Rhode Island, and it's an hour and 10 minutes, an hour and 15 minutes, all good road, no charge for parking, uh, brand new aluminum stands, some of the best home-cooked food, and the hospitality is just unbelievable. It, it's such a, I think it's a great location for three different states. Absolutely. Um, the just the hospitality is fantastic. Um, the food's great. They've come out with new food this year, and it's it's delicious. I'm 
and the grandstands, I really like the new grandstands that they put in, especially in three and four. That is a great spot to sit and watch some racing for sure. Yep. And uh, you look at the who's who of racing throughout New England that have matured and come through Monadnock. You know, so many great drivers. And I'm noticing that Josh, he keeps posting weekly the people that are signing up to race there this coming season. I know the car counts are going to be up. Yeah, I definitely think we're, even just for the modified, I think we're going to have probably 20, 20 cars weekly easy. Um, I've heard some past track champions, state champions coming back. Um, I think it's definitely going to be a really competitive season for, for all the, the divisions. I, I can't believe, I just noticed something here that's just blowing me away. Your two brothers had identical points at 572. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's amazing. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, and I said, boy, is that a weird one. Uh, you call Granby, Mass, and uh, let me see, Holyoke, Mass, two different towns, but identical, 572 points. A six-point lead for one and a 40-point lead for the other. Uh, now, Timmy's division. Uh, I don't know if uh, Mr. Greenslit is going to come back this year and run in that division uh, to give Hillary and J.D. Stockwell the Rookie of the Year. And uh, quite a few other talents coming in that, too, the late models. And uh, I haven't heard anything on that of who's coming back from Claremont or the other racetracks on that now with the new pavement. But that's going to be exciting, too. And I hope uh, the NEMA and the NEMA lights get back up there for at least two races, if not three, for one of the greatest shows in New Hampshire. Yeah, I think those NEMA cars put on a fantastic show. I mean, they're, they're so light and still really, really quick. And with the wings on top, they have a, a lot of downforce. I think they put on an awesome show. And I'm, I'm personally looking forward to... Uh, I believe they have a JDV open modified race again this year. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also looking forward to, again, the, the three wheeling modified tour races that, that are going to be coming. I think, I think we do plan on running the open and the wheeling races. So, uh, we'll see. It's a long winter, uh, and we'll see what we can do. Well, I'll tell you. It's going to be an interesting Thanksgiving dinner with a conversation with two champions at the same table and an awful lot of pride. And You'll probably have the biggest table at the banquet, too. But uh, congratulations. It's so interesting to see brothers being uh, two different championships at the same track with the same amount of points. It's just unbelievable. It's one of those storybook seasons. What are you uh, looking for for 2024? Uh, any other possible rides? Or would you like to acknowledge the sponsors that made this all possible this year? Um, yeah, I mean, I think next year we're going to be doing the uh, just the 604 Crate Mod stuff again at Madnock and we plan on doing the three wheeling races uh, with the car that we uh, have been running with, um, and with the the Claremont Motorsports Park. It's kind of up in the air. Um, we'll kind of see what the schedule looks like and how many races there are. Um, and I definitely got to thank uh, my mom, dad, Lindsay, Tim, Ted, Jordan, Jess, uh, Justin, 
just everyone that helps me out, uh, Valor Recycling, Jailer Property Management, LFOD Motorsports, the Fireplace, um, Jeans Ford and Chevrolet, just uh, everyone that supports me. It's It really is a group effort. I wouldn't be here having this conversation with you without them. And also Northeast Race Cars and Speed with a lot of quality parts right available at the track for you guys. Yep, yeah, they, they've uh, they saved my butt a couple times and uh, fair prices and uh, they always really have what you got. It's a great combination, Norm Wren and uh, Joshua, and the uh, modifications they've made at that track, the upgrades. I, I, I'm planning on at least, I'm changing my schedule this year on Saturday night, at least five or six events I'll be up there. I'll see in the pits, and hopefully in Victory Lane, they always allow me in to do a photo op. And I'm not the first interview. You know, Mr. Dave Sullivan uh, Sutherland does a fantastic job, but I always, you know, pick up a little bit on end the third third or fourth interview and congratulations on a fantastic season and uh tyler leary he's been on the show a couple of times and kimmy rivet half a dozen times uh nancy muni i I see moved up from the late models into the modified now and uh you talk about a seasoned veteran and uh hillary's been on four times and uh quite a few over the years and i got a funny feeling this is not going to be your last visit. <laughs> I, I definitely hope not. I definitely hope I can keep coming on. Um, and it's uh, like me and Tyler had an awesome battle these two past years, last year being my rookie year, uh, and him winning the championship, me getting second, and now we've swapped places. Um, he's really a respectful racer, and I enjoy racing with him. Okay, and the other thing, too, is on your Facebook and on your legion of fans, uh, you can listen to this interview on the podcast at anchor.fm slash Wayne dash Barber, and that's in perpetuity forever. Awesome. Take care now. Thank you. Thank you. So we got Connecticut and we got New Hampshire covered tonight. And that was brought to you by Brian, a member of Corey Fanning's crew, the Cardiac Kid, at uh, Brian's Auto and Truck Repair and Barrowville Motor Sales and Larry's 24-Hour Towing. Multitasking, all with one phone number, 401-568-6286. Now, if you're interested in used auto and truck sales, owner Peter and Jerry take care of part of that at Barrowville Motor Sales, Larry's 24-Hour Towing at 401-568-6286. And Brian's Auto and Truck Repair. Let's get another thing, a myth uh, dispelled right now. There's no shortage on ammo right now, especially here in Rhode Island. And you're talking with uh, Bullseye Shooting Supplies at 837 Park Avenue, six days a week at 930 in the morning. They are closed on God's Day. And Paul Connolly, about 38 years he's been here. Marcella's right hand has been here for over 30 years. They know every rule and regulation for the tri-state region. You're talking with professionals. No fishing, no archery, shooting supplies for the amateur, law enforcement, reloading. Did I say black powder? Anything and everything in black powder with the experts at Bullseye Shooting Supplies, 837 Park Avenue, 401-766-4409. I've been in and out of the hospitals and doctors since August 7th, 
in and out. I got a frequent flyer card. It's been so much. It's been a, a nightmare, but it's all culminating with my last surgery, November 7th. I'll have everything 100%. I'll be good for 100,000 miles. But every time I come out to a large parking area, there's either a, a shopping cart or somebody looking at their car because somebody scraped it on the fascia or on the door panel on the door. And then I look at my white car, a gray car, or a black car. And I go over to him and I said, look, here's a card for Angels Collision Center. They mix the paint right on the premises. You better know who you're doing business with when you've signed that contract with the insurance adjuster because you're going to be stuck with that paint matching for the next few years. They are known with the best reputation in the business, over 27 years experience. And also, replacing windshields is not a backyard repair anymore. Not now with recalibration and computers involved. They're trained for that too. At Angels Collision Center. 274 Putnam Pike in Chapacha, Rhode Island, 401-949-3952. And uh, also proud sponsor of the number 10, Keith Ballou, 7th Pin Points at Thompson International Speedway and the Monster Minis. They are closed tonight, but Cereal's Pizza will be open, unless he's doing a fundraiser. He's got a heart of gold. But Tuesday, the Beach Blanket Pizza Special is still extended. Over 52 years in business at Cereal's Pizza Rimmer and Restaurant. 15 sliced cheese pizza every Tuesday and Sunday dinner for two. 23 uh, $23.99, your choice of six to ten entrees. They also do catering and he'll customize a menu for you. If you don't want to get off the couch and get an order delivered, they haven't lost an order yet. 401 568 7187. Continue that. We're going to continue next Tuesday with another version of Champions Night. And uh, one last sponsor, and we'll button it up with that. Uh, Who cut the cheesecake? What a fantastic new store at the Putnam Pike Chapachet Rotary. Route 144, right there at the Rotary, over 20 varieties of cheesecake. Also doing uh, Facebook. And also birthday parties and catering. And wholesale, Monday to Wednesday, he's got the trucks on the road going to all you find restaurants and steakhouses. Who cut the cheesecake? Owned and operated by David Silva, 401-742-9240. Do you have a favorite driver, a favorite owner that you'd like to have interviewed on the award-winning race charter program? Also available on the podcast, let us know at WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. It's a whole lot of fun and uh, get a lot of information out there, especially on the small tracks. See, we got some more results here, too, that came in. And uh, DJ Shaw, it looked like he locks up everything now. And that would be the American-Canadian Tour, the ACT Tour. Uh, Yep, DJ Shore has been declared the winner after this week. Uh, We were rooting for the 03 from Massachusetts, Derek Kluchaka, all year, that had a fantastic year. But it would just not was uh, meant to be. Now, the controversy on Seekonk having dual champions, uh, one NASCAR champion and then four races to go. 
Uh, Vinny Arrogato was declared the champion in the late model, and the sports truck radical Rick Martin with another numerous win at Seekonk Speedway. We're looking at 659. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll be back on tomorrow morning at 9.05 with the award-winning Authors Hour radio program. Remember tomorrow, have the best day of your life.